Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Blaze Radio Network. And now, chewing the fat with Jeff Fisher. Good news. Good news. Right now, we are apparent, according to this story, uh, we're happy when a highway rest stop has a toilet and a subway. You know, the sandwich shop, not a train station underneath. But right now, we're going to get upgrades. Upgrades thanks to the United States government. We're going to put charging stations for electric vehicles in every rest stop. Yay! Yay! Now, remember the initiative was to have 500,000 public EV chargers by 2030. There are currently 116,000 chargers, and they claim they're highly concentrated in California. So to qualify for the funding, you have to, they got to be installed every 50 miles. They got to be located less than a mile off a given interstate. You have to offer charging ports for at least four vehicles with a minimum of 150 kilowatts at each port. So that's 30 to 45 minutes of charging every time you stop. Okay. According to a new survey, one in five EV owners have made the switch back to gas due to the hassle of finding charging access. That seems unlikely i think it's more of a hassle of i wanted to travel well that would be a hassle in finding the charging stations wouldn't it ah never mind welcome to chewing the fat i mean now's the time to invest this is if you want to get a little government money now's the time to come up with uh ev rest stops Right. Not only are you going to, if you want to just be the installer, go ahead, install them at the, you know, that the rest stops that they already have. But if you're going to get big money, you're going to want to create an, uh, an EV rest stop, right? A million dollar idea. Another one. Thank you. Just off the top of my head. <laughs> I tell you, you are so lucky to be listening to this podcast today. Now you can go off. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> I'm giving you a million dollar idea. You come up with the EV rest stop. That's it, man. You charge, you get what? Eight to 10 cars, little restaurant. You're good to go. 30 to 45 minutes. You got to plug in. I mean, you got to have some food, right? You got to, there's got to be something there. You can't just have a picnic table and a slushy machine. Although, I mean, you can add it to the bonus that you get. Plug in and slushy. I like that. And again, you're welcome. Okay. I'm stuck. I'm stuck on the EV charging things now. All right. I want to start a Jeffy's rest area, Jeffy's charging station, something. 
uh, we got to come up with we got to have something because it's got to be within the mile of the highway you got to have at least four charging stations i mean if you're going to open up a charging place you're going to have more than four i mean and i, I don't want you're going to get government i don't want people to think that this is just like i mean we have all those gas tanks everywhere yeah that was america oh, this isn't america anymore okay well i mean it is but it's not but what's really going to help evs is we've got to come up with a way to swap out the batteries elon my gosh man what are you doing with your life i mean you're just sitting around smoking dope with joe rogan and you're not thinking about you know what's happening i sure you want to go to mars i got it but let's worry about earth all right what we need is the battery swap all right so we you can have you can pull in and have billy bob pull it out and put a new one in or maybe you create the, like the car washed battery changer and you just pull in it takes 10 minutes or whatever you pull in boom you go through the car wash battery changer and it, you know it lifts it out sets it off new one old one and you're on your way i i mean that's hello now some people have said why don't they just put the charging station you don't have to plug in you just pull in sit on the sit on the charger station okay no problem i'm okay with that as long as you know don't get out of the car during charging i mean then you're <laughs> you gotta stay in the car man you're grounded in the car you open up that door during the charging if you pull into that slot man you're done okay so there's that why does and also why don't the electric vehicles use the moon roofs to the sun roofs as solar panels so that when you're driving that solar panel is also charging the battery i mean i'm just you're welcome again i can't i can't help it i'm here for you <sighs> have i welcomed everybody to the show because i am this i i feel like i feel like i'm an idea man all right call starkist i feel like i'm michael keaton in night shift right now maybe it's just me so did you see where we have a new hire at the department of energy uh name is sam brinton right the department of energy appointment by our president joe biden he is a well-known pup handler that is if you're not sure what a pup handler is that yes thank you only not really no just stop for a second and when we get to the point that that needs to play we'll we'll be we'll get there that is a gay man who leads other gay men who pretend to be dogs that's a pup handler that's a pup handler (laughs) in the there's a whole interview that he did and he talks about the in the pup community i mean maybe we maybe that makes this story better i'm not sure handlers function the same way dog owners do keeping a watchful eye on their charge and reining in the pups if needed it's the handlers who train the pups and teach them discipline doling out rewards or punishments 
Okay, so think of uh, any bio. <laughs> you can any any bio. Think of any bio dog. Just think of those regular dogs. You can train them. It's, it's this. Go do this. Reward system. It's just like a bio dog. So let's say you're playing fetch. You throw the ball. The pup picks it up, brings it back, drops it at your feet. You're going to reward him, whether it's petting him or anything like that. It's, <laughs> I mean, okay, so... Uh, according to this, uh, his pup, Newbie, the uh, handler's 27-year-old dog, uh, it's the concept of the teacher and the neuterer. My job is to make sure that while he's in headspace, I'm keeping him safe. So when you're in headspace, pretending that you're the dog, you got to stay in character. And Sam Britton, our our newest appointee for the Department of Energy, is quick to make sure that his 27-year-old <laughs> Oh, my gosh. One of my friends was married to his husband and had a sir outside of their relationship. That sir eventually decided that my collar would be best served by your husband. So now his husband has become his sir. Man, how many times, how many times in my life has one of my friends married to their husband and uh, his husband and had her sir, I'm sorry, had a sir, a sir, not saying his or her, stop it, had a sir outside of their relationship. Then the sir eventually decided that my collar would be the best served by your husband, and now his husband has become his sir. Of course, even among partners, two individuals will approach sex from different perspectives. I mean, Sam needs to mentally distance his sexual activity from the pup scene. But for newbie, it's easier to stay in character. So if we're going to have sex, it's easier for him just to continue to be the dog. And I'm like, no, I don't, I, I, I'd prefer you to be out of headspace. <laughs> I mean, does it matter that this guy is running our Department of Energy? Not really, I guess. And is he running it? See, I can't figure out. So he's, he's the newest appointee. Biden appointment to the Department of Energy. You see, I'm not sure if he's the latest hire at the Department of Energy has the spent fuel and waste dis... Oh, okay. Department of Energy as the spent fuel and waste disposition deputy. Uh, is that a real thing? Please look that up. Seriously. While I'm, when I'm talking about it's the... Department of Energy spent fuel and waste disposition deputy because he was a big shot at this um, place called the Trevor Project. Now, I looked that up. The Trevor Project is a, a phone number and link where the LGBTQ plus trans, whatever strange person you are or want to be or dog or whatever it is you call if you're thinking about suicide and they help and they help you you know transition to uh, as normal a life as possible so uh, i guess and according to this uh with sam and newbie 
it's you know there's trouble when they transition from pup play to having sex that's what i said because he wants to stay you know whatever headspace he's in <sighs> like i like no i can't have you whimper like that when we're having sex <laughs> you can't whimper like that okay because <laughs> i don't want to mix that world but it's interesting because he doesn't have to come out of pup mode when i'm doing him and he talks about his tails he actually has three tails someone has three tails uh he has one for show which he, you know it's a show tail then he has a couple that are the inserted tails and he talks about uh how when he was in character somebody came by and yanked on one of the tails and he was pissed and he stopped everything and had to holler at him and yell at him. <laughs> so congratulations so is is that a real thing the department yes. of energy spent fuel and waste and disposition deputy what are they supposed to do they manage spent fuel Okay, well, there's got to be a specific job description on that website that you just went to that you closed out of already and didn't look at. There is, but it doesn't make any sense. It's not written in plain English. Oh, we, then please regurgitate. Has participated in site characterization and design activities for proposed spent fuel repositories at okay. Yucca Mountain, Nevada, Hanford, Washington, and Def Smith County, Texas. Has also worked on characterization and analysis of large rock sculptures at Mount... No, that's not okay, so that's what he's that's what he's done that's what the office does apparently oh so it's just oh, okay so it's real but that's seems like that could be incorporated into another position you know like i don't know the head of the department of energy could oversee that well, he is overseeing it. We're getting, but we're having Sam when he's not role playing with his dog pups, taking care of it. All right. Anyway, when you see Sam Brinton uh, announced on uh, his appointment for the Department of Energy, and perhaps quoted where he's working on spent fuel and waste disposition. Yeah, disposition. I keep saying that. I think thinking that's wrong, and it's not. It's waste and disposition. Uh, and Sam Britton is the deputy of the Department of Energy for that. Just picture him in his little pup uniform. I know. I get no music for that when I'm picturing him in the pup when I'm pupped. Okay, stop for just a sec. Stop. Just picture him in his little pup uniform. Thank you. Oh, gosh. Congratulations to Sam, though, for your appointment to the Department of Energy. We are doomed, man. Just doomed. Did I tell you to bark? Did I tell you to bark? No. And he talks about them if the dog goes to the bathroom on the floor and stuff. If we're role playing and you're in headspace as a pup, are you seriously? You got to be trained. I don't care. You're a human being, adult human being. We're not pretending you're a little pup. 
Uh, there was doo-doo feces yeah, thrown all over the that's walls. That's not going to happen. The floor, okay. the ceiling, and it's right. so bad. All right, no, no, because uh, there's going to be some punishment coming with that. It's going to be more than just a beating with the newspaper for a human pup, okay? It's going to be, uh, maybe that's what they want. Never mind. Never mind. All right, let's go to the break room. I can't take any more of this. I don't want, this is why I don't talk politics. I mean, that's full. That's jumping into politics wholeheartedly right there with Sam Britton and his pup play. (sighs) So good. So I told uh, Susan that I would watch Nobody this weekend. I watched it yesterday. I went downstairs and I watched Nobody yesterday. I figured, you know, I didn't have another show to watch. And I was catch. Oh, I told Susan I'd watch Nobody. So HBO Max, here we go. That was pretty good. It was a fun ride. It's uh, it was uh, it was like uh, what's the stupid show he's on? Never Call Saul. You know, I like. Is that what the name of Never Call Saul? Better Call Saul. Yeah, Better Call Saul. You know the show I'm talking about. Bob Odenkirk, you know who I'm talking about, that show, and he was in the other show, too, the meth one. You know the one I'm talking about. Breaking Good? Yeah, yeah, Breaking Bad. Ah, see? Ah. Thought I didn't listen. So, anyway, he's this docile family man, and according to IMDb, he reveals his true character after his house gets burgled. Then you find out that he's this, you know, killer guy for the government that goes around killing people and you mess with the wrong guy. You know, it's, 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 it's pretty good. It was, it was such a fun ride. And uh, and what's his face? Like Susan said, is uh, Susan said, no, Susan, is that's not her name, Susan. Like Susan referred to in her email that, uh, what's his face, Christopher Lloyd was in it. And he, he was, and that was enjoyable. He played his dad. He played Odenkirk's dad in the movie. And it was a fun ride. So if you have an opportunity, there's a lot of violence, though. A lot of violence. So if you're against that kind of stuff, <laughs> then don't watch that. Because there's a, a lot of violence. Okay? Okay. Speaking of movies, I see where Batman is, uh, you know, the new Batman is uh, coming out. And it's, uh, I think, March 1st. They're having the big fan-first premieres at IMAX. Be some of the first fans in the world to experience the Batman on the biggest screens possible. Tickets to this exclusive IMAX event will be available already. I mean, they're available right now. You can get them right now. And if you get your tickets right now at available theaters and cities around America, you're going to get a free comic book. Huh? How cool is that? And I've actually seen the... The one two or three minute trailer from it doesn't look too bad, except that it's going to be like eight hours long. And I can't, I mean, how many of these eight hour Batman movies I got to sit through? It better be good. It better be freaking good. Now, I said it's eight hours. I feel like in real life it's just under three, but it feels like after about an hour 40, I'm ready to go. (laughs) I'm good. My popcorn's gone. 
you know, my my M and M's are gone. My soda is a quarter of the way. You know, I got a quarter left of my soda, and I can't pause the film at the theater. And th- where they have them here in this area isn't a delivery service of food theater, which is disappointing. So, what are you gonna do? Stay home. <laughs> So would the theaters be pissed if I have Uber Eats deliver some food? <laughs> I was bringing my cooler with a couple of two liters of Coke Zero. I bought the tickets, and I'll buy, you know, I'll buy some some popcorn and put some extra butter on it. All right, fine. I'll buy some whatever those candies are that I like. You know, those little, those little candies I like that are there. What are they called? Not milk duds, although, you know, if I get a $10 box of milk duds, all right, fine. I'm not going to say no to them. But the Mike and Ikes, give me, give me the Mike and Ikes. They're right there. Oh, the Mike and Ikes are awesome. I love them. They're, I, I know it's going to come as a surprise to you, but I've had a few, and I like them, okay? But would they be angry if I, you know, called in, you know, some food? Uh, the Uber Eats, you know, drop it off at Theater 1B. <laughs> and they better have them bring it in. Because if I walk out of that theater at the end of the movie, pissed that I didn't get my Uber Eats, and then the bag is sitting right there on the outside, you know, on the other side of the of the toll bars. Uh, no, 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 you deliver it. Okay, it comes to me. Because you're going to get it on your phone delivered. All right. And I'm not, because I don't want to leave. That's the point. Pause the movie for me if I have to come out. You know, this is my deal about theaters. Overrated. Especially in today's world. I know they want to stay open and, you know, it's a fun deal and we're trying to get them back into life again. But really, no. Let's not do that. Let's, you get the movies. I wish they would have worked on my deal. I should have written out my exact details of my deal. Might have helped, actually, if I would have just sent them an exact detailed copy of my deal. But uh, so you get the movies, new releases at the theaters, two weeks, two weeks, tops, tops, two weeks. And then the top three movies, top four movies of those two weeks get to stay another two weeks the rest of them head to streaming i think you can keep them at the theater if you want but they're going to be on streaming too and then uh if you're if it's the top three of the of those two weeks you can keep them for another two weeks and then it's going to streaming after a month it's going to streaming right now people we can sell it they can sell it on streaming i'm not saying it has to be free and maybe that's what AMC should have done. They could have had their own streaming service and say you could watch it on AMC streaming until another platform has purchased it and you're able to see it on those, HBO, Paramount, whatever, whoever purchases it. I'm a, does, how many ideas I got to come up with to save this country? How many? How many? So Sting, congratulations. I mean, he is so mad at Spotify. This has nothing to do with Spotify. He just sold his entire catalog. His entire 
catalog 600 songs as well as future royalties for only 300 million dollars that seems cheap for sting stuff i mean for i mean that's a lot of stuff you can quote me on that too sting how much did you sell in your catalog a lot of stuff oh okay i mean that is unbelievable the team at umpg curate and manage my song catalog oh isn't that isn't that nice umpg so wow he sold his entire songwriting catalog to universal music group his entire songwriting catalog i wonder if that's if he still was going to get a separate cut from the music Right, so the, he gets the cut for the produced music and the songwriting cut. So the songwriting cut goes to them now. But the music cut still comes to him. I bet you that's broken down. Because that $300 million for Sting stuff, that seems low. But for the songwriting, no. I bet you that's it. Wow. I mean, that's... Holy cow. Now, Springsteen sold his you're telling me bruce springsteen catalog and recorded and okay so sony acquired bruce springsteen's songwriting catalog and recorded music copyrights for 550 million yeah no way sting is selling that i mean for 300 million the the recording what 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 is uh, they call that? They broke it into a recorded music copyright. So the recorded music copyrights, no way Sting still has that. It's the songwriting. Okay, well never mind, never mind Sting. He's got three hundred million. He's gonna you know we'll go to the Bahamas for a while. He's not gonna be buying you know I'm not gonna spend uh, three hundred million on a ship, but I can rent one for a couple of months and just live on that in the Bahamas. That'd be nice. Just think about that for a second. Think about how nice that would be. Just to rent a yacht, Caribbean, the Caribbean, and uh, just hang out for a couple months. Just pull in, anchor. Yeah, we're here. Jump in, do a little swimming, catch a little sun, go back down. Chef cooks you a little meal. You back up. Eh, maybe we'll do a little, I eh, will do a little a little paddle boarding. Okay. You want to take the machines out? No, let's just take the boat into town and walk around for a little bit. Now, nah, you know what? Go ahead. I'm going to stay right here. I'm just going to jump in the ocean for a little bit and go take a nap. How nice would that be? How nice would that? That's that's life right there. And for 300 million, couple of months in the the Caribbean, you're doing that. And you're still living large. <laughs> What's that cost you? Couple months in the Caribbean on a yacht, five mil, maybe. Might be able to get away with it cheaper. Rent the yacht, the crew, you know, the time. A couple months. I mean, you know, you know, here's five million. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Fill it up before we leave, too. <laughs> Take this with you when you go into town. Have a little little pocket money. I don't want to see you running around with a little, little extra. A little extra spending cash. I mean, that'd be sweet. 
Who died today? Who died today? Betty Davis. Betty Davis died. I know. You thought to yourself, wait, uh, didn't she die back in the 80s? Well, I'm talking about Betty with a Y, Davis, okay? The godmother of funk. Yeah, godmother of funk. Yeah, she died at 77. Uh, rest in peace to Betty Davis. She blazed a trail with her raw brand of funk and sexual lyrics that would go on to influence stars, including Prince and Madonna. Yeah, I'm not talking about Betty with an E, Davis. And I'm not talking about that god-awful Kim Carnes song, Betty Davis Eyes. Oh, don't you, I do not even start playing that stupid song with Kim Carnes. That was, how long, I mean, that had to have been in the 80s too, right? Kim Carnes, oh, God. Kim Carnes, she's got Betty Davis Eyes. Oh, no, stop, no. No, baby, no. Now, please, I do not want to sing this song all weekend. It's a Kim Cards weekend. She's got better days all weekend long. You won't have to think twice. 28 minutes past the hour, She's 32 to the top. I mean, this song was a hit for a long time, man. She won Grammys for this. It's awesome. I'm going to shoot myself so much. Just a joke. I'm not going to do it. Thank you. Oh my gosh. And that's not, that's too long too. Cause I'm going to be saying, I apologize on behalf of this show. If you're walking around Super Bowl Sunday this weekend, if you're listening live today is the 11th of February, 2022, which means Sunday will be the 13th and Monday is Valentine's day. Yay. So, uh, you're going to be walking around Super Bowl Sunday, waiting on the game, waiting on the big game. She's got Betty Davis eyes. Oh man. Do I, if that happens to me, I, I swear. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay. So I'm just looking at this FDA recall of COVID-19 tests. It's announced a recall of the standard Q COVID-19 AG home test because of illegal importation to the United States. But Americans still have 17 other choices for authorized rapid at-home tests. 
Now, they also talk in, the, in this story about the tests that have been approved but are only – they strongly encourage us to use tests that test more than just the single target. Oh, Okay. Because I know that the iHealth COVID-19 antigen rapid test, which is on your list for a single target test, are the ones that finally arrived at my house yesterday from the United States government. Am I not supposed to use those now? I know that the ones that I purchased with my hard-earned sweat and bruised hands... Well, I purchased the Binex ones, the Binex now. Why are you laughing? That's what they're, that's, that's what they're called, the Binex. That's what they're, it's the name of them. The Binex now COVID test. Why are you laughing? That's what they're called. But those apparently are single target tests. And they want me to use the multi-targeted test, the multiple test. So, I mean, I don't know what to do. Do I send them back? I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. Anyway. So, I did get them, though. I was excited to get them. Yeah, I was wondering what the heck was came in this package. Because, I, you know, I may have used not my name. I was surprised that they actually arrived. But they came to my address, man. So I got them. I'm good to go. I'm good to go. I'm never going to get COVID again, but I mean, that's what we're we're hoping, right? <laughs> I mean, that's what they're talking about now. They're talking about having, we're supposed to be unhappy, I mean, be happy that they're unlocking the mystery of never COVID. Oh, okay. Yes, I know. Some people don't get COVID. Thank you. We have to unlock the mystery? Yes. Various possibilities for how these people are protected are being tested. Immune defenses stemming from other infections, human genetics, viral load, or environmental factors. And then, how about simple luck? Well, I yeah, we got it. We got it. That's the way it is. But you're the ones that were telling us that, yeah, probably everybody's going to get it. Everybody's gonna, we all have people in our lives. I never get the flu. I never get the flu around me. I, really, I guess I'm just lucky, I guess, but something to do, you know. When I was a kid, I fell in a, in a pharmacy jar. And I guess now I, I don't catch stuff because I, uh, I don't get the flu. Yeah, that's what happens. And then you get the people that end up going, are you sick? <laughs> I mean, you sound kind of sick. No, I never get the flu. I never get the flu. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. It's just a, I just got a little bit of a cough, but I never get the flu. Okay. All right. So we better unlock the mystery. That's what we better do. And then I see, oh my gosh, do not. I don't know that I want to get into this actually. Because it made me so angry. So the CDC is now proposing a softer guidance to opioid prescriptions. I about lost my mind. 
when I read this article. I mean, this is what we've been said from the very beginning of the opioid crisis. And now they want to believe, they want us to believe that they are for individualized patient care. Are they? Are they? Because they certainly haven't been. And they haven't been for this. They haven't been for COVID. None of it. It didn't matter that you were fostering individualized patient care. Because you're not. You're for, I just, now that everybody's got paid their billions, they just paid off another bunch of Indian reservations for the opioid crisis, another few hundred billion. I wonder how, much, how that's trickling down to the masses. Yeah. Yeah, your guess is as good as mine. But they all got their billions. So now we're going to go back to fostering individualized patient care. Okay. They did a 229-page draft to update the Federal Register. It would roll back some suggested limits on the drugs. Oh, now the publication, that's not going to happen right away because now we have a 60-day public comment period. And the CDC will then consider the comments before finalizing the updated guidance. But they want to foster that that uh, personalized patient care. Do they? I'm sorry, no. Individualized patient care. <sighs> See, that's the problem. Is that when you complain about that, Everybody thinks, oh, addicted junkies need them. You want your prescription. No, the point was we had medical professionals from the very beginning of this opioid crisis saying, hey, 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 you're going to overcorrect and you're costing patients medication that can help them better their lives every day. But it didn't matter. It didn't matter. Individualized care didn't matter then. And now we're going to go back to a care again. So it's special. I got it. I got it. And we're talking about oh, addictions and people. Okay, there's a difference between the abuse by people who are addicted and people who are using it to get by every day and live their lives who are, yes, their body has become addicted to them, but they're not abusing that addiction. Agonizing. Agonizing to me. Just... I'll stop. Thank you for listening to Chewing the Fat. I've got a special uh, Saturday uh, show coming for you uh, with John Douglas. Look forward to that. If you are a subscriber to the show, you'll see it, you know, drop on saturday and if you're not a subscriber and you're like freeloading off of some friends (laughs) friends device what are you doing stop it become your own subscriber nobody likes a freeloader okay all right subscribe to chewing the fat on any platform you can use the one your friend has got you listening and watching on now or another one wait you can watch too yeah yeah you can you just be staring at that screen <laughs> but it's there and it's there. Hey, I'm excited. I really am excited about the Super Bowl this weekend. Oh, I'm sorry, the big game. 
we're not giving away any tickets so i can call it the big game they're just it's agonizing man we've covered i mean we've talked about it before but man if you don't have anything to do with the nfl then and you have super bowl tickets to give away you cannot say you're giving away super bowl tickets it is unbelievable they will send the nfl police crashing through your door drag you out with sledgehammers and they will kill you dead yeah well that's not what a sledgehammer sounds like but they'll they'll kill you dead with that and uh it's just amazing you can't say the super bowl yeah it's a big game because they've got tickets to the big game but you can't say super bowl it's just amazing but I mean, it'd be something to have a pair of Super Bowl tickets because uh, they're going for about six grand. Uh, I wish I can't wait to find out. Uh, Stu will not say how much he paid on the air, but I will find out how much he paid because <laughs> they usually get them from some secondary or thirdary market. I don't know a lot of people. Yeah, a lot of people don't know about the thirdary markets, but they're there. And uh, <laughs> you know they wait. You wait till the last second usually to get them because you know the price starts dropping. Closer you get to game time, man. Billy out front with his pair of smoking and non-smoking tickets. The price is dropping, Jack. The price is going down when it gets close to game time. So, but right now uh, the average ticket price uh, sold on site was six thousand five hundred dollars. I mean, I want to see a game in SoFi, but not that much. I got my comfortable sofa to watch. I got some wings and maybe some chips. Maybe a little ice cream. Catch, uh, you know, the game. Catch the halftime show. If I have to pause it and rewind it, I can. I mean, SoFi is beautiful and all, but it ain't that. And it's not going to cost me 6500 bucks to do that. Plus, I see where Cincinnati schools are closing down on Monday. Nice. Know what? Stay up for the Super Bowl, kids. Have fun. Get drunk with the mom and dad. And don't worry about it. You don't have to come to school on Monday. Who they say going to be the Cincinnati Bengals? Who they? And I want Cincinnati to win along with, I guess, everybody in the world is rooting for Joe Burrow now. But I don't think they're going to do it. I think they've their magic. Maybe not. Maybe the Joey B magic hasn't worn off, and they've got a couple. He's got he's got what's his face and what's his face on the team with him. You know them and helping him out, and uh, maybe the offensive line will get juiced up and pumped up and be able to block him. But I don't. I mean, I think I feel like Donald is going to become face to face with Joe a number of times during the game, and Joe is not going to be happy about it because he's going to be on his back. And Donald's going to be on top of him going, who day, who day? And uh, Joey Burrow's going to, I mean, he's lucky he hasn't died this year as it is. So, I mean, it's going to be tough for him to battle that out. I I just feel like the Rams are going to end up winning, which is disappointing because I want the Bengals. But if the Bengals win, I'm happy. I feel like not going to happen. And the Rams are going to win. That's my call. That's my call. Hey, it's Friday. (laughs) Time for the weekly game show. What's the lie? Yes, it's the game show. What's the lie? You decide. Our contestant today, Corby. Corby, congratulations. Come on down. Are you ready to play? What's the lie? 
Yeah, all right. Thank you. All you have to do, I'm going to give you four headlines, and you have to pick which one is the lie. That's where we got the title, What's the Lie? (laughs) So I'm going to give you four headlines, Corby, and you have to tell me which one is the lie. At the end of the four headlines, you're going to have at least ten seconds, and you'll hear this sound to decide what's the lie. You ready? Yeah, I guess. It's always good to have exciting contestants on the show. We picked them out specifically for this event. Headline number one. I lost my mom to QAnon. Wordle is bringing her back. Headline number two. Gucci wants to hire a new head of ugly shoes. Headline number three, Jennifer Coolidge turned down a hot dog commercial after Legally Blonde 2. Headline number four in What's a Lie with our contestant, Corby. You still with me, Corby? We're on headline number four is coming up. Yeah, great. Wandering hen taken into custody at Pentagon security area. Those are the four headlines. Now you have a few seconds to decide what's the lie. Yes, we've given Corby the four headlines here on what's the lie today. I lost my mom to QAnon. Wordle is bringing her back. Gucci wants to hire a new head of ugly shoes. Jennifer Coolidge turned down a hot dog commercial after Legally Blonde 2. Wandering hen taken into custody at Pentagon security area. Corby, have you decided what's the lie? Number one. Oh, Bandit, I want you to win the prize, too. But no, I know. No, uh, the lady talked about <laughs> the story is agonizing about her mom. Got, she lost her mom to QAnon. Uh, I have not met anyone. I mean, this is like the one person in the world. I mean, do you know anyone from QAnon at all? Ever? Anywhere? No. That's amazing. But Wordle. Wordle got her mom back for her. So she would stop looking at the QAnon websites. Man, you can't tear me away from the QAnon websites. And Jennifer Coolidge, of course, you remember her from Legally Blonde. Legally Blonde 2. Uh, I was forced to watch those Legally Blonde movies. Yeah, that's right. But that's where, you know, she turned down the hot dog commercial because of the joke in the movie. The hot dog, you remember that? And the wandering hen story, uh, taken into custody at the Pentagon. Apparently, they had a hen, you know, a chicken clucking around the hen at the security area. And uh, they can't tell you where they got it because it's the Pentagon. But they finally, they delivered him to some non-cooking chicken place. I mean, we used to have the, the one chick, when I lived in Jersey, there was a place that I used to walk by every day that had the chickens, the attack chickens. Uh, every, I know. Don't, don't even look at me like that, man. I was so walk by there in the morning when it's dark you put your head on a swivel man the chicken comes off that ledge man <laughs> you're doing some business but the headline that was a lie today on what's a lie and i'm sure you've guessed it already was that gucci wants to hire a head of ugly new shoes i know it's a possible headline that sounded true and it obviously sounded true to you since you didn't choose it and that was the wrong choice. Thanks for playing What's the Lie? 
<laughs> hey, we'll see you all next week on What's a Lie. Thanks for being here. Corby, you get a copy of the game show, the home, the home game show of What's Great. a Lie. Thank you. Thanks. You're welcome. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.